You're listening to Food Integrity Now with your host, Carol Gervais. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Food Integrity Now. My guest today is Dr. Madia Saeed. She is also known as the Holistic Mom MD on social media. She is a practicing board-certified family physician, health influencer, international speaker, and a best-selling author. Her best-selling book, The Holistic Prescription, Your Guide to Healing Chronic Inflammation and Disease, is one of those books. And she has also written a book with her children called Adam's Healing Adventure. And today we're going to be talking with her about her life, her raising a family, getting kids involved in nutrition, and I think she's fascinating and probably one of the most passionate people I've ever met. So you're in for a real treat. It's Carol, and I'm the host of Food Integrity Now, and I'm also a holistic nutritionist and a life coach. At Food Integrity Now, we represent a few products as affiliates. Biocidin is a synergistic combination of botanical medicines that targets the entire GI tract and oral cavity, and it supports the microbiome's balance for healthy digestion and elimination. The botanicals also has systemic applications in microbial challenges wherever they occur laboratory and clinically tested for effectiveness for over 30 years. Some of the uses of the Biocidin products are for GI dysbiosis, including Candida, SIBO, Pyloria, Parasites, C. difficile, Lyme disease and co-infections, dental and sinus infections, mold and mycotoxins, upper respiratory infections, and cold and flu. So check them out on our website. That's foodintegritynow.org. We've also done a show with Dr. Fresco, who is the creator of these products, and you can find that on our blog. I think you're going to think these products are fantastic. I'm super excited to have with me today Dr. Madia Saeed, and she is a board-certified family physician. She's an author. She's a speaker, and I think she's just awesome and one of the most passionate people I've ever met in my life. And I'm excited for her to talk with us today about all the cool things she's doing, not only as a physician, but with her children. And just glad you're on today. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored. This is going to be so exciting. Yeah, the honor is mine, but thank you. Okay, let's get started. So let's talk a little bit about how you got into becoming a physician and kind of like your pathway there? Well, I had all the same bad habits that have led most of adults and children down the road of chronic disease. And I, even though my mom, there was a lot of love there and she, for her, food is love. So if we wanted to if we wanted it, she would buy it. And obviously as kids, we just wanted junk because <laughs> we didn't know any better. She didn't know any better. And so 
I started getting really sick, mostly in residency. These symptoms sort of just piled on, where it was my new normals, um, you know, acne, my hair started falling out, you know, like all of these chronic health conditions. But not until residency did it really come to a peak. And that is when, you know, I, I mean, I walked into the daycare provider's room who was almost suffocating my child to death. And that is when I was like, you know what, universe, you saved my child. Thank you so much. I'm going to take care of this child the best I know how. But how am I supposed to take care of this child the best that I know how if I myself am falling apart? And at this time, I was dealing with lupus and Hashimoto's and digestive issues and severe acne, eczema. And, uh, you know, my, I just felt severely fatigued, the chronic pain. I even had shingles in residency. Now that, I mean, only older people have shingles. Like, what is going on here? So my body was deteriorating and nobody can really help me. So I was on a quest because I'm like, I'm going to take care of my body the best that I know how. And so therefore I can take care of these kids the best that I know how. And that's what was, that started my mission and this journey for better health and a better future. Wonderful. And now your husband is also a physician, right? Yes. So me and my husband are both family physicians. We both were working 80 hour work weeks. And that's when, you know, a lot of this didn't make sense to me because For me, I like to spend time with my patients and trying to get to the underlying root cause and help them figure out why they're feeling the way they're feeling. But unfortunately, my husband has to see 110 patients a week for our paycheck not to go half. So as physicians, one, we have debt. Two is now we're stuck. We only get paid for how many patients we see, not how many patients we heal. And that is that, that, that like hamster wheel that we're all our physicians are stuck on. I was a blessed to have escaped that, especially when right after residency, I joined this medical practice. We're under one roof where there's me and OBGYN and internist and exercise physiologist, nutritious counseling, chiropractor, massage therapy, all brought together for the complete healing of the whole person. And so all of these things that I've learned throughout this journey my doctors have not learned. We're not taught a single class of nutrition unless I missed it during maternity leave. And then we have is my, the no stress management. And I believe me, I needed to learn some stress management in residency because when all these symptoms came to an end, you're like, oh, it's just stress. And I'm like, I know it's stress. How am I supposed to improve this? But yes, I have a, my husband's a physician. My brother-in-law is a physician. My father-in-law is a physician. My sister is a pediatrician. My brother is an interventional cardiologist. I have every doctor in my family. Wow. <laughs> we were not taught any of these simple lifestyle tips that we can really optimize our health and our energy. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about your family and nutrition and, and what you do and I think this would be so valuable for, I know there's so many moms out there that um, want their kids to eat well and don't really know where to start. So talk a little bit about what you do, what you're doing with your children. Absolutely. You know, when I just look at the statistics, I have noticed, I mean, right now, 54% of American children have a diagnosed chronic health condition. 
and they say it's an estimated up to 80% by 2025. Now that's craziness. <laughs> and you know, mental health is declining. We're getting, our kids are becoming more and more suicidal day by day. One in every six American children has at least one neurodevelopmental disorder like autism, ADHD, dyslexia, specific learning disorders, sensory processing disorders. So just seeing these statistics and especially with depression at, as at, at an all time high, I think it went from one in 15 to now one in five or one in four. And that's despite a 400% increase in antidepressant prescriptions in the United States since 1990s. So this is where, I mean, I had to take matters into my own hands. And I mean, not even just for my own children, for the health of their children, because currently, if we continue at the current trajectory, one out of every four children will have autism by 2033. Now that's mind blowing. So I thought, okay, you know what? I'm, as, I, as I'm learning all of these things that I can do to help heal myself and optimize my own health, I'm going to start to educate and empower my children. And so I've, as soon as I learned it, I started this journey 11 years ago. As soon as I learned it, I would talk to my kids about it. I was like, this is so cool. Look at this. And at that time, my youngest was three years, my oldest was three years old. So just even starting to make these changes with him. But, you know, for me, it wasn't just like, oh, I just completely changed overnight. The more I learned it, I started to implement it. The more I learned, I started to implement it. And then I was trying to figure out how to do it with my family. And it's given me now all these years of experience on what I can do. That too, and living with a family of eight, my in-laws, we live in a multi-generational family. My in-laws live with me. And trying to make it work with all of these different generations is what I've sort of mastered now. <laughs> but it really started with educating and empowering my children, starting with these conversations that I had from the very beginning and incorporating them within that conversation was what really got me to where I am today and got the kids on board with these things that I'll, we'll talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. So, so it sounds to me like, you know, you were, you were taking steps to eat better and the whole way you were educating your children why you were doing it. And I think a lot of people think, well, maybe they're too young, they're not going to understand, but you found that not to be true. Absolutely. You know, we need to give them more credit than they actually, you know, because they, they, they deserve so much more credit. And if they can figure out how, I mean, if like a two-year-old and a one-year-old can figure out how to turn it on an iPhone or, you know, what, to, what buttons to push, these kids can know exactly what happens when we put food in our body, what happens if we have chronic stress. And these are just, just like we're teaching them to eat food, just like we're teaching them to zip their pants and put their clothes on and, you know, all these things to tie their shoes. These are things that they can learn that, they can easily learn what happens to the food, what are everyday decisions, how that influences our health. And I've started from the very beginning. My kids have been really young since I started this to the point where I remember that, I mean, my nine-year-old when he was four, me and him were doing videos together on what to eat, what not to eat, the gut microbiome. And I have all that evidence. Like it's so powerful. 
what these four-year-olds and three-year-olds can really learn and what foods to eat and what foods not to eat. But when we educate kids that these foods are good, these foods are just fake foods or chemicals, that totally changes a child's perception from the inside out. Because now if I go, if I, if, as soon as I talk, if they're out and about, they're like, well, mama, that's artificial food. Why would I want to put that in my body? So it's all about what we teach them from the very beginning and educating them. And, you know, they might not get it the first time, but as long as you start talking about it, like, no, no, those, that's bad. Like, look at the, you know, for at the beginning, I just said, no, that's chemicals. That's not chemicals when they were like two years old. And then we moved to, oh, let's read the ingredients. Let's look at the ingredients, you know, and then let's do that together. So really incorporating whatever they're learning, if they're learning to read, we're going to learn to read labels. If they're now learning about the biology now, I'm going to teach them the biology of the microbiome, you know? So whatever they're learning, I'm just now just layering these pieces in, incorporating that into their already knowledge. And that creates such amazing outcomes because now you have informed and educated children instead of just being told what to do without giving them reasons. Oh, that is, that is so wonderful. And so they've also learned, it sounds like they know when they're, they're not feeling well, that something, maybe they ate something. Do you find that? Oh, absolutely. Because when you have, when you teach a child that you know, because if they did eat something, they immediately feel the symptoms. And then you're explaining to them, you know what, did you have this yesterday? That's probably why your gut microbiome is probably not so happy because there's friends in our gut. And those, gut, those friends in our gut need to keep, uh, can, uh, need to be diverse and live happily. And if they're not happy, then you're not happy. So if they're happy, you're happy. So if you ate something that made your gut bugs unhappy, then you're not going to feel so great, right? So, so just by educating them from very young, where my now, um, just, who's doing it at three years old, but my five-year-old now, I mean, he'll be like, oh, mama, I didn't have, you know, look at my stool. Oh my gosh. I think yesterday I had this food and no, my gut micro, no, I'm not going to have that today. And so <laughs> they're, they're seeing the correlations. And because these children are, understand their bodies, they're mindful of their bodies. It's really powerful because the fact that even if their mood is even off, I mean, for us, we're like, oh no, their moods are like, it's okay. You know, sometimes it's okay if there's a reason behind it, but if there's no reason behind even their moods being a little off, <laughs> like they feel a little anxious, they feel a little agitated. My kids will go, okay, why am I feeling agitated? What in my, what in my lifestyle is off that I am now feeling out of balance? And so because they know what balance feels like, as soon as they start feeling out of balance, they're immediately able to think back, what's reflect and figure out, okay, where could I, what could I fix to help me feel better on their own? To the point where my seven-year-old was feeling a little agitated one day. And so he comes upstairs and um, comes upstairs and he's like, mama, I'm just gonna have, I just wanna let you know I'm feeling a little agitated. I just had my sauerkraut. That's all I want for breakfast. And, um, and then, you know, maybe for dinner, you know, I'm just, I'm not, maybe for lunch, I'm not really, I'll, I'll let you know how I feel at lunchtime. But right now I just want to add more gut micro 
And so therefore I just had sauerkraut for breakfast. And he already did it before I even like came downstairs to feed them. <laughs> they were able to, you know, set the situation, how they were feeling, and then make decisions of what they wanted to eat and then, you know, and how they wanted to do it. So all based on how they felt, even before I was able to come downstairs, even before there was a temper tantrum, even before there was a meltdown, even before there was anything that was off balance that was causing more problems, even before any of that, he was able to take charge of his own health. And that is my mission on this planet. That is wonderful. So um, you, you've written a book with your children that yes. is called, at, well, you've written a book on your own called The Holistic Prescription, but this book, show that book again. So this is The Holistic Rx. Okay. This is the Adam's Healing Adventures. That is wonderful. So talk a little bit about this book. Oh, it's so much fun. But because of the fact that kids have learned this from the very beginning, I was able to use this quarantine time very early on to put together this book. And this, you know, we were we were already coming up with this together, coming with the ideas. But what it's again showing kids that these symptoms, because now more and more kids are getting sick and this is now becoming our new normal. And now we need to say that, you know, this is not our new normal. And where Adam isn't feeling so great, he has allergies, eczema, and he he's like wondering why, why do I have these issues while my kids don't, when my friends and other kids don't have these issues. And so he talks to his friend, Noah, where he said, did you know I also had these issues and I went to a holistic doctor. (laughs) They told me that if I was able to just put my body back into balance, you can lower the overall fire in your body that's causing some of these symptoms just by incorporating, you know, gratitude every day for the things that we're grateful for, with, you know, our eyes and our ears and our nose and our throat, that the gut microbiome, like if you're eating a bad foods, it can cause your gut microbiome to be off, but eating lots, drinking lots of water, bone broth, you know, tons of eating the rainbow and how vegetables clean protein, healthy fats, chemicals, removing the chemicals and the chemicals from our homes and our lives, going outside, running around, getting some sunlight, grounding. (laughs) And then this is all about the parenting and routines and sleep and detoxification. And so, but if all of those are out of balance, it can actually lead to this fire making you not feel so great. So what he did was he was able to put his body back into balance and help heal. And they started to do it right there at the playground. You know, they started to meditate. They went to the doctor, starting to run. And now he is feeling so much better. And to really show kids that they are the drop in the ocean that can create that ripple effect of healing that can change the world and heal the world from the inside out. And giving kids really, again, another summary about the Adam's Healing Adventure gems. So these are things that you can incorporate into your daily routine. You know, getting up every morning and saying 10 things that you're thankful for, eating the rainbow, drinking your water, natural products, detoxification, sweating, 
and then stress management, playing outdoors, sleeping, and then surrounding yourself with love and positivity, things that you can easily incorporate into your daily routine that can really optimize a child's health from the inside out. Oh, that is so wonderful. I think, I have you thought of getting this book into our school systems? Yes. I mean, what, would, what, would the, what would it be like to have kids really know about what they put in their body and how that affects the way they feel physically and mentally and emotionally? I mean, can you imagine? Oh my gosh. We would change the trajectory of all of these chronic health conditions. Yeah, we would. Tremendously. Just if we can raise more mindful children. And I know right now, I mean, I'm currently writing the book, Be Holistic Rx for Kids, Parenting Healthy Children to Save Our Future. And also this next one in its series, but Rainbow Foods. But I've noticed that there are thousands and thousands of parenting books out there but nobody is really targeting parenting trying to keep our kids healthy <laughs> we stick it for some odd reason whenever we talk about children whenever you take your child to the well child visit you know at your pediatrician or your family physician they sort of just check off your physical symptoms but nobody is going on and how's you know what's going on you know mentally emotionally physically psychologically spiritually to really to see how we can put these children back into balance because parenting sick kids is very difficult, but parenting healthy children is a piece of cake compared to <laughs> parenting very sick children. So if we were able to combine both worlds and start educating and our children from the, in their schools, can you imagine? It would really empower us parents <laughs> and the children. So that is, I mean, that is just so brilliant and it just makes complete sense. So another thing I know that your children are doing is they, they do a podcast. Tell us about that. Remember, so they speak on my stages when I, whenever I go speaking, they're with me, they're talking, they're, they're um, answering people's questions in the audiences. So that they've been doing from the very beginning, because for me, when I walk, when I talk the talk, I walk the walk and I want people to see that I'm actually walking my talk. Right. <laughs> and so I bring my family along with me. And so they're talking, they're educating, they're, they're empowering. So the, this is something, again, I've been doing with them from, for years. So I was like, oh, you know what? Now that we're schools done, I'm in March, schools closed down. And now I'm <laughs> wearing another hat of homeschooling these kids or e-learning with these kids. And so I have now a lot more time with them than I've ever done with before. And so this, I took to my advantage. I was like, yes, this is exciting. So now I can take what these kids have learned and are educating others when I go speak, but why not now everybody's home educate other kids? So we started our own podcast, the Holistic Kids Show podcast. And that is we interview the biggest names in the holistic medicine, functional integrated medicine industry. And the, it's just the kids. So it's the kids, that's my 12 and nine year old and the, the adult. <laughs> and they're, they're having a conversation about what kids can do to educate and empower other kids. 
That is just fantastic. Um, it is. It has gained so much momentum, and that's really encouraging. But we need more kids to talk about this, <laughs> to yeah. really, and more parents to really start incorporating their children, because there's enough adults talking to adults. We need to now bring the new generation on board to really create that change that's going to last. Oh, I absolutely agree, and and. I think what you've done in starting the kids out so young, educating them along the way, then they become the teachers. Mm -hmm. And that is how we are going to shift things. Absolutely. And again, for parents, you're like, oh, no, my kids are already in their teeny teens and I can't change them now. You can. And it's starting anywhere, starting small, empowering them with education. You know, when you when you're starting to learn something new, start talking, have make that a dinner conversation. Right. You know, talk about talk about what's going on in school and then talk about how they're feeling and then talk about health. I mean, you can really incorporate all of these pieces. I mean, for me, we have these conversations at our dinner table where our kids are like, Mom, you know, this person, this kid, like he totally threw a temper tantrum at school and and then we're like, why do you think that could be? And I was like, oh, and then there, so we're having, we're talking about their day, incorporating learning moments within that. And that, you can even do that with teenagers. If you really educate kids just a little bit, and then obviously role model it. Obviously, if I was not doing this myself, they would yeah. never do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? To role model this behavior to the point where you're now having these constant conversations with these children, and you can start at any age. Wow. Yeah. So when you, when you um, see patients and stuff, do you talk about this with your patients about their kids? You do that too? Oh, absolutely. Because it's a family affair. Right. Trying to get the family on board. First, obviously we start working if the parent is in here talking to me, we try to get the parents healthier first. Right. And then because one because that can be too overwhelming to deal with the parents' issues if they're not feeling well, to now reciprocate that to the children. That can be a little overwhelming for the patient. Yeah. So what I like to do is I start with um, the 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 parent. Uh-huh. And then it starts to trickle down into the children. Where first, I mean, I'll have a mom that came to me, and now she'll bring her 14-year-old. I was trying to commit suicide multiple times on multiple ADHD medications, all of these chronic health problems and in all these medications. And just now she'll bring her in. And just by educating her about, and I remember this visit that she really started just tearing up saying, this is not just me. It, there's a problem within me. That's not, I mean, I think we like, you know, marginalize these people they know oh, it's you you know you're you're the bad one it's okay you know you're bad like there's something that I can do to really get myself off of these really and it was empowering for this 14 year old after one month working with this practitioner working with you know all of the other doctors that were in her care she was able to remove all of her medications and because we discovered the underlying root cause, and now she is back in charge of her own health. And so wow. that's what's really powerful because when you feel what you feel like, and then you're like, okay, let's get you back to baseline. Then now you can 
you know, could really empower these children to really feel, you know, do you want to, do you want to go out and you know the repercussions of eating this junk food <laughs> or do you not? And that's now the choice that they make, but they're now empowered. They're in charge of it. Yeah, and, and I think you're right. They may not even equate that. Most likely they wouldn't. They wouldn't because they haven't had the education. But I think once the education is there, then you can have those light bulb moments of, oh, well, that could be. And then you start doing things differently. And obviously you have different results. Absolutely. So starting with education, no matter where a child is, no matter where you are in your journey, learn together, create that. That's like another bonding for me. For me, that's like my bonding for with the kids, right? I mean, a love and connection and play all come on side, but then also empowering and educating. And that really, I think it redefines of what we need to do as parents is to be that leader, to be that role model, to be that educator and to be along there, you know, to be their parent and their friend, but then really merge both of them together to really instill those boundaries and educate them to be there. Wow. So, so how can people, um, it's, it's the podcast, the Holistic Kids Show, right? That's the yes. name. So the Holistic Kids Show uh, on iTunes. And iTunes, okay. Find, uh, anywhere you find, listen to your podcasts. Okay, that's wonderful. And and then the books, obviously, they can get on Amazon. I'll put links on yes. there. But um, uh, I also think, because I think you're such a great resource in what you're doing, um, what is your website? So that if people have more questions, want to learn more about you and what you're doing and how do they how do they find out more about you? So my social media is holistic mom MD, holisticmommd.com. And then you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, where I usually post my recipes because remember I, when I talk the talk, I walk the walk. So I feed a family of eight on a daily basis. Wow. Out. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever I do with my family. And whatever meals I'm cooking with them, whatever I'm doing, I, I post on Facebook, post on Instagram. And so, so everybody then joins this journey with me. Wow. Well, I think, I think really what you're doing could really change things. And if we can, you know, everybody share this interview. And uh, if you know educators, um, somebody that, you know, has some clout that we could get some of these books into our school system, um, that would be that would be phenomenal. And I know you're gonna be doing more of them. And um, you know, our, our kids can really be the teachers. They can, and they can create that change. Um, if the kids are not gonna want junk food, you think the junk food companies are gonna make junk food, you know? So it's really all about educating those consumers. So then yeah. we can have better results for yeah. everything, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, my kids, they don't even have, because I've educated them, I'm not worried about when they go out and about, I'm not worried about, um, you know, if they, even when I bring something in the house, they're like, mama, why is that chemical in the house? No, we don't want that. So if there's more and more kids like that. Can you imagine the shift that can create? Ah, so powerful. Um, I know. Amazing. Well, I love what you're doing. I love what your kids are doing. And 
Thank you so much for being on the show with me today. It was just such a pleasure and yeah, you have such a big heart and so much passion and it's infectious. <laughs> Thank you so much.